today on The Breakdown. It's a hand that so many of you have suggested to us. Well, I mean, let's not go crazy, but a number of you suggested to us. And I got to say, when we watched it, Grant turned to me and said, this is going to be a long podcast. And I said, I don't even know what I think about this hand. And we are going to figure it out together right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You can't count past three. <laughs> There's four, four suggestors. Um, that's a lot, man. That's countless. Countless for you. I'm not willing to count. <laughs> I have no counting once you get to four. Three is a cardinality, cardinality, excuse me, and four is just, you know, a blob. I don't know. I don't know how many that is. Four is a blob. Yeah, just a big blob of suggestors. What about Star Wars Episode Four? Is that a blob to you? No, that's Revolutionized... Distinct. Movie making. That was the first in the series. It was very easy to know there was only one of them. There's four, though. <laughs> it was number four. Yeah, okay, let's get through the suggestions here. Okay. We got Alice Coltrane. Wonder if she's related to the jazz musician. Probably not. The jazz musician Alice Coltrane? No, just Coltrane. <laughs> you mean John Coltrane? Yeah. Yeah, okay. John Coltrane, not Alice Coltrane. Can you name a single John Coltrane song? Go. Cats on a Roof. Nope. That was a good good guess. Though. Yeah, really, really good try. <laughs> All right, what's one? Uh, Soul Eyes. Okay, I'm not a jazz person. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, Let Me Win One, and mm. Tass Vogel. Yep. They all suggested it on Twitter. We're the Poker Guys on Twitter. Just search for it. And uh, use a YouTube link and a timestamp. They didn't have to for this video because it's the first hand of the video. But yep. if there's multiple hands in a video or if it's an uh, entire episode of an EPT or something... Make sure you timestamp it. This is, of course, if you want to send in a suggestion for us to do a breakdown, be it video or a podcast or whatever. Yep. This one's going to be podcast only, so... Hell yeah! Podcast listeners, always my favorite. I yep. hate the video watchers. Yeah, he really... And if you're both, he kind of loves and hates you. It's a weird thing, you know? He's a little... I'm conflicted, and I don't know what to do. Yep. I want to punch kiss you. <laughs> That's what I want to <laughs> do. Didn't Rocky do that at one point? Punch kiss? Yeah. To, like, Apollo Creed and, like, Rocky... I'm going with Rocky too. Rocky, end of Rocky 2, he punch kisses him? I think you're conflating Rocky with Sylvester Stallone. He you just punch what? kisses during the Oscars yeah. most of the time. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, he did such a good job. I, the illusion is, is full for me. You mean he did such a bad job <laughs> that you couldn't distinguish the actor from the, the I see character Sylvester he was Stallone, playing? I see Rocky everywhere, man. You know? An escape plan with Arnold Schwarzenegger. To me, that's Rocky getting out. Did you see that movie? No, of course not. Looks but really I know someone who did. <laughs> <laughs> who did? My friend Ron saw it. He oh, said it was, was pretty good, actually. But I don't I'm not believe, I don't it believe anyway. him. No, no, me either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is, we believe, based on the pot size, a 5100-100 game. The second 100 being either a big blind or button ante. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost certainly an ante of 100 by one player. Yeah, otherwise the math doesn't make sense. Yeah. Or they did the things wrong or something. Yeah, we're going with it. It's close enough, and it's fine. It's, it's fine. Cl- it's the, the, clearly, the big blind is $100, which is what really matters in this game, right? Yes. Cool. All right, so we got Brian. Uh, he is under the gun in this game. He's got $37,800, and he raises to three hundred with six, seven of diamonds. Yep. It's a deep game. Makes it a little better to do that than if it were like a tournament and you're 40 blinds deep or something. Sure. But, you know, there are times when you really don't want to do this. Open six, seven of diamonds under the gun. Yeah, that's true. But this is a fine time to do it. Seems fine, although Garrett Adelstein is in the big blind, so it's not like we're going to have a lot of fold equity early, 
But I guess we're hoping to play a deep, big pot with him sometimes and either bluff him or, you know, make a big hand or something. Yeah, and kind of confuse our opponents as far as our ranges from yeah. different positions. Yeah, which is good to do. And actually, when Garrett's in the big blind, you have to do that, right? You can't yeah. be super obvious with your range there. Right. So that's fair. Folds around to Art Papazian, who I think we've done 165 breakdowns about it by now. amazing how this guy went from, you know... Zero to hero on the uh, breakdown where I had never heard of him a year ago at this time, I think. And we've probably done seven or eight breakdowns with him. Well, now. he d- plays a bunch of really interesting hands on Live yeah. with the Bike and people keep suggesting it. So yeah. That's how, that's how that happens. That'll do it. Somebody said that Artie Paps is a douchey nickname. Somebody did. Yeah. I saw that. I, I think I replied. In the did comment. you? Yeah. I don't remember what I said, but I'm it was sure it wasn't some, douchey. I'm sure the along, response wasn't Something along the lines of, no, it's not. <laughs> Artie Paps, man. It's a great nickname. It's a great nickname. I don't care. Anyway, he's in the small blind with King Jack of Clubs, and he calls. He has $31,500 in front of him. How much does uh, does Brian have? 37800 Cool. The big blind is Garrett Edelstein, and he somehow finds a hand to fold. Yeah. Which is shocking for Garrett. There's going to be a lot of hands he's going to fold there, right? Just percentage-wise, it's not going to be a lot, but there's, you know. Yeah, combinatorially, there's probably at least 80. Probably even more. For Garrett, it might more. be around 80. I would guess there's more than 80. <laughs> I don't think he's calling Jack 4 off there or something like that, you know? Probably not. No. Probably not. Anyway, the pot is now 800 because of the big blind ante. Yeah. And the $300 raise. And uh, the flop is 6-7 queen rainbow clubs, hearts, and diamonds. So it's bingo for, for Brian. Yes. Brian is very happy, and Art is not so happy. He has two back doors with king jack of clubs. And he checks. All right. As Brian, we're going to bet for sure, right? Absolutely. How do we want to size it? I mean, Art flatted from the small blind. So he has a particular kind of range of hands, right? He's got some medium pocket pairs. He's got uh, some Broadway cards that are suited type stuff. He might have a few offsuit Broadway cards to like King Queen off. Um, I think we could size this kind of normally because I think Art is going to be fairly binary with his calling range here. Like, Two nines, a queen are calling. You know, if he has ace jack suited, it's probably just folding anyway. Like, I don't know that I don't know why we wouldn't bet something like, you know, sixty percent of the pot or something. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, he's got some straight draws as well. Like, yeah, eight nine suited, probably four five suited. Sure, probably eight ten suited. He's got here all the things. Yeah, stuff like that. He probably has a couple pocket aces and pocket kings in his range as well, considering that Garrett's in the big blind. Oh, that's an interesting point. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of like a bigger bet as well. And it does feel a bit binary. And also with this hand, which is so vulnerable, we don't want to let in kind of the riffraff hands yeah. and not really know what we're trying to avoid on the turn. Right. You know? Right. Brian disagrees. Brian is going to bet real small. He bets 200 into 800. I don't understand. This is like tournament sizing. Yes. This is, I mean, Artie Paps does this kind of sizing too, but I don't, I don't, I don't like when Artie... Artie Paps goes this small. He like bets the same as he bet preflop. He doesn't goes super small oh, okay fine but i mean whatever it's super small and i don't really get what the point of betting this small is he's trying to get called by hands like art has which yeah i guess i guess artan now has to consider calling when i was gonna i gotta believe it's gonna fall to 350 or 400 dollars. i think it has to it has to i don't think it has to consider calling i think it has to call with two back doors yeah i think you're in an overcard getting five to one yeah i mean the problem is none of those things come in except the overcard on the turn right like all we do is we have a draw to a draw right now. That's all we have in an overcard. Yeah. But still, it's 200 bucks. There's $800 in the pot. $1,000 in the pot because he just bet yeah, 200 Yeah, 5 to 1. Yeah, I don't see how we can fall when we're this deep. That seems crazy. Yeah. So Art does call. I imagine he would have easily folded if 
Brian, I bet 500. I really don't understand the sizing at all. Should we explore it a little bit more? Let's take let's take like two minutes and talk about it. Okay. Not, so, not forever. I'm trying to think of reasons why. I mean, the, the easiest answer is he wants the majority of Art's range to stick around. Okay. But, but from a balanced point of view, like Art's a good enough player. We can't just bet tiny when we have a really, really strong hand, right? That's not going to work. So are we betting this sizing on this board, period? With like a huge percentage of our, it doesn't of seem our like the type of range? board we want to do that with. Like if we're gonna have this sizing in a cash game, it should be like a deuce deuce ace board or something like that. Right, exactly. Like we're supposed to bet more on on ranges that are better for him than for us. And I think at, this is at least range neutral. Um yeah. considering he flatted, right? He has like sure we both have queens. We have we probably have better queens, although he can have ace queen he and can just easily flat have there. ace queen. I think yeah. the queen is a range neutral card. Okay, we have more aces and pocket kings for sure. We have queen queen. So we have stuff that he doesn't have that's better for us. So we have maybe, but he probably has. I, actually, he doesn't have any more um, middle sets than we do because we no. have all the we have all the sets, right? Yeah, we do. And we, we have, and, and we know we have eight nine too. So we have a minor range advantage, but it's not yes. severe, right? Okay. We and by the way, if we have range advantage, we're supposed to bet more, not less. Now the board is not crazy wet, so that's the reason you could bet a little bit less if you wanted. But all right, I have a thought. Okay, Brian is trying to induce from a hand like eight ten suited. Get a check raise. Okay. And so then the plan would be just to call down? I order guess. three bet. Yeah, because because actually we block everything, right? Like art almost never has top set and yeah. and we block the other sets. There's only one combo of them. So actually we sort of have a perfect hand to three bet with. The problem is we're gonna three bet and he's gonna fold almost always because he doesn't have a very strong hand, as we know. <laughs> right, but then we got more money out of that yeah. hand than we would have had if we bet five hundred. Right, right. So maybe so that's part of the plan. We bet two hundred, hope our art makes it a thousand. And uh, we make it 3,500. And I mean, if he's just going to auto fold, we probably shouldn't make it 3,500 with a really strong hand very often, should we? I guess not. But it's not a super wet board. But the problem is then if we just call, there is so many straight draws on this board. We don't know which ones we're trying to avoid. No, we won't know. No, we're just going to have to go call, call a lot. Yeah. If art keeps firing and we might end up walking into a pot that he gets to win. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what's better there either. Like, should we be trying to win this an, a slightly bigger small pot, or should we try it with, with a hand that, as strong as we have? I know it's not crazy strong. It's very vulnerable, but still, it's pretty good. I don't like it, man. We, we don't block top pair. Art has a bunch of queens in his range. Why don't yeah. we just get more value out of those? By betting more now. Yeah. I agree. I like that way better than trying to induce. How often does this really work anyway? You bet tiny, and they check raise on the flop. I mean... Not that often, right? It's not that. It only works against real fuck you players. Right. Like, you know? Garrett's a better guy. Even Garrett, usually these guys now, like, they save their cool plays to the turn in river anyway. You know? Yep. They're, like, they're trying to rep more things, and they know to do that. And so they are less likely to raise on the flop. And Art is absolutely not a fuck you player. I, I agree. Like, we haven't seen him do too much of that compared yeah. to these other guys that we see. Like, Dan Zach is way more of a fuck you player than Art. Yeah. Right? Way more. And Garrett, of course, is the king. I suppose we should define fuck you player. It's been a while since okay. we talked about that on the podcast. Okay. It's a player who, anytime you do anything that looks kind of tricky or like you size it like this where it's like you can't price me out, they, they feel obligated to take an aggressive action because of some yeah. level of pride yeah, or something like that. Um, so, yeah, Art calls. I think Brian messed that up a little bit. I agree. But okay. Whatever. Pot's 1,200. We're glad he did, otherwise we wouldn't have a, a hand to break down right now. We'd just be sitting twiddling our thumbs. Well, we would have broken out a different hand. No. Podcast over, we would have ended. I would have. It's been a good run, four and a half years or so. Yeah. That's really pretty has. good. 
All right, see you guys. I'm finally building up some real listenership. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue, please. All right, the turn is the nine of clubs. That's a good card for art. It's the second best card in the deck after the ten of clubs. I mean, if you're art, you think a king might be a great card too, right? You don't know that the... But based on what, what's actually is there, yeah. the ten of clubs is the best card, yeah, and then the nine of clubs is probably the second Right, best. so now art has a gut shot and the second nut flush draw. Yeah. And this is one of those cards that Brian didn't really want to see that much. I mean, sure. It's not that bad, though, either, right? I mean, a queen it's, is the worst card. It's not that bad. Sometimes Art made a better two-pair with 7-9 suited. That's infrequent. Very infrequent. Sometimes he made a straight with 8-10 suited. That's infrequent. Yeah. Sometimes maybe he could have queen-9 suited. I don't even know that Art's calling out of the small blind with any of these hands, by the way. Went from an under-the-gun race. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe he is because they're deep, but maybe he just isn't. He too. probably is because Garrett's in the big blind. That's a reason to play more. It's true, but I'm just not sure. Maybe, that, but maybe he thinks Garrett's also more apt to squeeze, you know, and he just doesn't want to mess around when he's going to be out of position against the under the gun range. Blah blah blah. I'm not sure what he's doing with those hands. Yeah, it's possible he's none of those hands. Nonetheless, but, this turn kind of mucks up the board and makes it a lot more kind of ambiguous for yeah. for bottom two pair. It ain't the deuce of hearts, that's for sure. Yeah. So Art's going to check. Is there an argument for leading as Art? Yes. There's an argument for leading for sure. And the argument is when Brian bets 200, I assume he's going to have some weak hands there too, not just all his, not just strength. Yeah. If that's not true, then geez. Um, so if he's got any level of balance here and he's doing this and he's betting small when he misses a lot, it's going to go check, check all day. Like I'd be worried that it's going to go check, check. Um, as you said, this card is definitely better for our range than for Brian's range anyway. Yeah. Um, we're the guys who are more likely to have pocket nines, I think, at this point, based on the flop action. Although, still, either guy can have it. Yeah, either guy can. Have but it. we have, we have slightly we have more pocket nines. Brian's going to check back pocket nines sometimes. Mm-hmm. We're always calling with it. Um, I think I think leading is a really good idea, actually, because we're just going to take it down a lot, and it's okay if he calls. So, are we repping mostly eight ten suited pocket nines and a little bit of queen nine suited when we lead? Um, those things, and maybe even ace queen. Which is like, yeah, you're just going to check it back now, right? I'm not going to let you just check it back. Yeah. That's about it. Maybe we have a set once in a while that we play like this. Maybe queen X of clubs. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Based on that range, I don't love leading that much, actually. I mean, we have to do it with some very strong hands, too. Otherwise, we're screwed. So you did say 8-10. Yeah. But I, again, I'm not sure if we can have 8-10. Um, Art knows if he can have those things. And right. so that makes it easier for him. Um, if he can have 7-9 and he can have 8-10, that makes it a better card to lead. Yeah, I agree. He checks. I think checking is a slightly better decision. Yeah? Yeah, I like it a bit better because it's not really that many hands of strength that we have. And Queen X of clubs, are we really wanting to lead that? We have showdown value anyway. Yeah, that's a really good point. And the other thing is this. like We can check, and depending on if Brian checks back, we're going to bluff a lot of rivers if we miss. We're going to yeah. get there a lot, which is cool. Um, if he bets tiny, we could decide to raise or call. It's up to us, you know? It's going to be great. Go oh, ahead. on the turn, you mean? On the turn, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So, our checks and Brian's sizing changes a lot. Yeah. He bets 1,500 into 1,200. Yeah. That's super weird. So, 200 into 800 on the flop and now 1,500 into 1,200 on the turn. I don't know what's going on, man. Why, why is he doing this? Okay. So, my theory might... This theory is not good. I have a bad theory, too. You go first. Okay. This is a theory based on the way I think sometimes that I'm not Mm -hmm. really sure other poker players think this way or not. But sometimes when I use super small sizing, and this isn't against players like Art. This is against bad players. 
when I use super small sizing, it's to get a player emotionally invested in a pot when I have a big hand. I, I find over time that if I make super small sizing on the flop or the turn, I'm far more likely to get a call on the big sizing later from a bad player, not from a good player, oh. who becomes emotionally invested in the pot. Huh. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never heard that said before. It's a personal thought. That, yeah. Yeah. Huh. But it's... You have to pick the right players. Art's not the right guy for that. Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. But and that's I'm something sure. that I've done profitably over huh. my poker career. Oh, that's career. cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, I guess my bad guess was... There's two bad guesses, actually. But the big one is the board's getting a little straighty now. Yeah. And now he's suddenly like, oh, I don't want to make it super cheap for him to call again and just get there and like ruin this whole pot. So now if he has a good hand, if he has a queen or something like that, he can call. But otherwise, like, if he's open-ended with a pair, he can call. But, like, some of the weird riffraff gut shot stuff that I'm not going to know what to do with on a lot of cards on the river, I'm just not going to make it easy for him. Kind of like the hand he has, or if he had, like, ace-10 or something like that. Yeah, right. Like, now, Art, because Art is also suited, he's, I think he can't really fold. Although this is, sizing-wise, in theory, he could. But the other side of it, of course, is, well, we can get there now, and maybe there's a lot of implied odds to get there with, you know? Yeah. Um, like, this is too good a card for Art to consider folding, even for more than a pot bet, I think. You know, 125% of the pot is just... But now we can't raise. Well, we can, well, you can but... consider raising. We're super deep, and yeah, it would be it's crazy strong. strong. Super strong. I mean, what's Brian supposed to do if we raise his Art? I think he might be supposed to fold. Yeah, I think he is. When he bets this big and Art makes it yeah. 4,500 or whatever yeah. he would make it. Art has, like, a setter 810 a lot of the time there, right? Is it possible Brian's betting this much because he's concerned that... Um, there's going to be some cards on the river. He's not going to, it's going to go check, check. And even if Brian wins, he's just not going to win a, that big a pot. He's not going to be able to get a bet in on the river, so he sizes it up a bit more now. I mean, I'm, I'm reaching. Maybe because the turn is the second of a suit, which was going to happen the majority of the time. Yeah, almost always. Yeah, but maybe, so his plan was this almost always, perhaps. When he bets 200, he just wants to make sure that he doesn't give those hands the right price unless they're combo draws. mm but he doesn't have to bet this much to make sure he doesn't give them the right price. This is like overkill. Well, this way he also gets more value out of a queen. I imagine Art's calling all his queens again. Art's going to hate it, though. Yeah. You know, really hate it. He is. I mean, I guess he can call now, but if what if Brian bets more than the pot again on the river? Is he calling with all his queens again? That's probably very questionable against the under-the-gun range. Brian is a wonky player. I don't know what's going on, man. It's weird. So Brian bets 1,500 into twelve. We're not exactly sure why. Do you like raising or calling better as art? What do you think is preferable? I like raising better. Okay, give me some reasons why. Um, I think my biggest reason is that we're out of position. Okay, and yeah. I'm really concerned about making more money in this hand if we improve. I'm concerned about finding ways to win either bigger pots when we improve or winning when we don't improve. And I feel like both are really hard to do without raising. Now, it's possible, of course. We can lead rivers and things like that. But, you know, it's a weird story when you leave the river suddenly. And sometimes it's going to be obvious that we got there. And sometimes it's going to be maybe obvious that we didn't get there, depending on what the river is. And, like, yep. a raise here is super strong. And we still can have a super strong hand when all is said and done. Yep. And what can Brian really... Brian almost can never shut us out of this pot unless he has top set or something. Yeah. I guess he can have middle set. Yeah, I agree. Have, I agree with that. Along so. with um, that, when Brian bets so small in the flop, perhaps Brian's thought process is... Art has so many hands here, and he called. And now this card hits some of those hands in a way, like he could have 9-10 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, 
Now Brian's like, well, I want to win the pot now. And maybe Brian, Brian might have a lot more nothing than most players when they bet 125% of the pot on the target okay. due to his flop sizing. So mm-hmm. you have more fold equity as art when you raise, perhaps. Yeah. So I agree. I think I like raising a little bit better. I like it, too. I mean, as we said, even a hand like this, Brian probably is going to just fold it unless, they, unless he's seen art do this a lot, right? Yeah. He's usually not good here. He can't be at any value, that's for sure. Bottom two is not going to be good here against value. Almost ever. I guess ace, queen, and clubs could decide to raise, although I never like that. But, but people do that, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what we're down to already. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Art's going to call. Yeah. He decides just to call. What do you think? It can't be that bad. No, but it can't I be that bad. But I do prefer raising, I think. Yep. Like, let's just make it, you know, 4,000. And that also, this means we're going to win a lot on the river even when we miss now. If he calls, we could decide to shut down, but we could also just bomb the hell out of it, you know? We could bet 6,500 or... Oh, no, sorry. We can bet like seven, 8,000 on the river. And it's yep. just... Even if he, if he has aces, it's a not... It's a terrible spot. Yep. You know, he's going to need to have just, there's so few hands that can really call down there unless he just decides to not fall, unless he decides to station us. And then if he's doing that a lot, we should not be taking this kind of a line. It's a super strong line, by the way, to yeah. raise the 1500 here. Yep. That's cool. This is the kind of hand where we can do that, I think. Like, yeah. and the board, the board sort of works in our favor a little bit to do that, I think, because he bet 200 and the board being what it is, we can have middle set, we can have a 10 suited, we think. We can have other sets. We can have other stuff. Yeah. Well, Art just calls. Yep. And you know what you should call? Ghostbusters. No, I'm, I'm thinking about the Nitrogen Sports Hotline. And oh. the way you call it is by using the link in the description of this, this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Man, I want to call the Nitrogen Sports Hotline now. Nobody what? will answer your oh. questions, but... It will take you to a place where you can sign up for Nitrogen Sports Poker, which is basically answering your questions. Am I right? <laughs> You're uh, like, where am I going to play online poker? There's your answer. Yeah, that's great. Also, you know, they have other things, not just poker, Grant. Oh, yeah. And I know this from having spent some time on the Nitrogen Sports Hotline, where uh, <laughs> wait, there's, of course, sports betting. Yes. There's other casino games. Yes. It's a Bitcoin-only casino, which is great. Yes. Because that means you get your money in and out super fast. Like, you get it out in an hour and a half, man, which is industry, you know, leads the industry by a mile and a half. Yeah. Or give or take. I mean, distance is a weird amount to lead the industry by when we're talking about time. But I did that. I did that. It's okay. People, under, the people understand. Yeah. Mixed metaphors are overused in society, but they're not overused on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, where if you use the link in the description, you get access to our exclusive Poker Guys events, mm. which include yes. our monthly tournament. It sure does. Thousand buy-ins guaranteed. We've never gotten more than about 80 buy-ins. That means I 80 mean, people playing. Come yeah. on. And also, it only costs a tenth of a millibit, which, depending on the day, is these days like 65 cents. What are you doing with your life that you're not playing on this tournament? I don't know. Probably something stupid. Yeah. Why don't you call the Nitrogen Sports Hotline and get your life together? Yeah, you idiots. <laughs> 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 Nitrogen Sports Poker, where you become smart if you're dumb. Nice. Yeah. All right. Quality. Thank you. So the pot is $4,200. Art has king, jack of clubs. The turn was the nine of clubs after a six, seven queen flop with one club. So he's got the combo draw. Yeah. And Brian has six, seven of diamonds for bottom two pair. I would just like to say, get ready for some craziness, people. Prepare yourself. If you're, if you're only like half listening to this so far, you're driving somewhere, start listening because you don't want to... Take your eyes off the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to ask someone to marry you. 
maybe put that on hold for the next 25 minutes because we're going to get into it right now. In what context is somebody like about to ask somebody to marry them and they're listening to a podcast? <laughs> they're huge fans of ours. Yeah, that's they're, all. They're like, just got to get a little poker guys in. Maybe, maybe they both listen to it together. I definitely, I actually, I was doing a coaching session with uh, a guy and his wife was sitting at the table too. And they're both big fans of the show and they both listened to it. But I was doing, she was just listening as I was giving him coaching, you know? So it happens. Maybe they're both listening. They're driving somewhere. It's going to be a big surprise as it usually is when you ask someone to marry them. You and uh, you know you're like you heard this now you're thinking you know what let's uh let's just go a little take the scenic route you know gotta hear the end of this show <laughs> <laughs> the rest of our lives can wait it's not going anywhere right that's true the yeah. show the show will be gone I will say can you imagine being a couple being the female in the couple having the show going as you're driving somewhere. The show finishes, you pull over, and the guy asks you to marry you. You'd be pretty pissed about that. I would like to be involved in somebody's proposal in some poker guy's capacity yeah. at some point. Yeah, that would be amazing. We do weddings, by the way. Absolutely, I just we do came weddings. up with that, but we do weddings. Of course we do weddings. We'll do weddings. We'll break down your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wow, Janine really should have bet more on the turn there. What is Janine doing with the... You see the way Janine's walking? Yeah. Huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's not GTO. All right. Anyway. So... With the six, seven, nine queen board, two clubs, the river is the eight of diamonds. So that's four to a straight now. It's gotten quite straighty indeed. Six, seven, eight, nine. Brian hates to see that card with oh, six, seven, obviously. Destruction. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Destruction. <laughs> yeah, he's unhappy with that, obviously. And uh, art did not improve. No. So everybody feels all poopy and sad. Yeah. A lot of the time, this is going to go check, check. I would expect it should go check, check. Pretty much always, right? That's not what happens. No. It's not even close to what happens. Art does check. Okay, okay. Which means that with bottom two pair, Brian is going to bet on a six, seven, eight, nine queen rainbow board. That's pretty whack. I'm not sure if this is a good idea. This doesn't feel like a good idea. I don't like it at all. Now, he also bets 1,300 into how much? 4,200. So he bets small. He bets smaller than he bet on the turn. Yeah. Okay. He's trying to get called by a queen, clearly, right? When he bets this. That's all he can be doing. I hate this freaking bet so much. I hate it. Yep. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, Just tap the table and take your winnings. Yeah. It's like, we're just going to win that pot. We, We size it up on the turn. Good for us. We get to win now a lot. And sometimes when we lose, we're losing to things that often aren't folding to 13. Like the queen might fold. Two pair probably isn't folding. We can't beat any two pair at all. We have the worst two pair on the... No straight is folding. Of course not. Like, no set is folding. If Artie Paps had pocket eights called once, turned an open ender, and river to set, he's, he's calling folding. for 1,300. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to bet, we shouldn't bet at all. This is we? awful. This is a huge mistake. Either bet more or don't bet. I think we shouldn't bet, but you could bet more to try and fold out some slightly better hands. You know, that can yeah. work. This can't work. I don't think. I don't think I want to bet more to try to fold out. No, no, no. Anyway. We have a good enough hand to check it back and yeah. be like, I think, I think I usually win. But we just lost to 8-9 now, and this bet is going to get called by 8-9. If a queen is folding, this is a disaster, and it feels like a queen is going to fold a lot of the time. I think a queen's going to fold a lot to the under-the-gun race. I'm oh, sorry, range. Um, a yeah. lot. Now, Art probably has more 10s in his range than Brian as well, which is another reason this might not be the best idea. Let's think about the 10s Art has in his range. He can have queen 10 suited. He can have 9-10. He can have 8-10. If he can have those hands. Uh, he nine can definitely suited. have 9-10 suited. 9-10 suited. Um, he can have pocket 10s. He can have jack 10 of clubs. 
Yep. Jack Tenet Clubs makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, that's about it, right? You can maybe have Ace Ten of Clubs. Hey, well. nine ten. He how can he have nine ten? How could he not have nine ten? Oh, he's got a draw to the nuts on the flop, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely has nine ten. He has all the nine tens that are suited, of course. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So he's got all the nine tens. He's got Jack Ten of Clubs. I guess he has the other Jack Tens also that are that were backdoor flush draws on the flop, which are two others as well. He's got three Jack Tens. Mm, I think he folds those on the turn. Oh yeah, because the bet was so big. It is an open ender on the turn, but I don't think he might fold nine ten on the turn actually too. When it, when he bets fifteen hundred, he's got a nine though. He can. I know he, he makes he, a pair. He can and hero the river shot. with a with that hand without improving, whereas he can't do it with Jack Ten of not clubs. Yeah, that's true. No, no, that's certainly true. I'm just wondering if he's even calling with. Just the mid one pair hand there. I'm not sure when, when it's so much, but maybe he is. I think it's at least is. possible. I think he is based on at least the from my weird. thoughts on the turn, where I thought Brian might have a lot more fluff on the turn betting yeah. so much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why I, that's why I kind of like to raise there. Anyway, okay, fair enough. Um, okay, so let's say we can have the nine tens. Yeah, what tens can Brian have if, if Brian's trying to rep a ten at all? I don't see how we can have pocket tens. He can't based on betting the turn to that size. He can have queen ten of clubs, exactly. Right? Sure, but probably his other queen tens. He's either going to bet smaller or check back on the turn. It's really weird to bet fifteen hundred on the turn with queen ten. Yeah, that isn't the clubs. Yeah, even the clubs. It's weird, but it's, it's not weird. as weird. Yeah. Uh, he could have ace ten of clubs, bet tiny on the flop, and now picked up the nut flusher on the turn and be like, "Okay, let's try and win this." And pop a straight draw. Yeah, so that that's reasonable. Yeah, ten x of clubs he can have on the turn, right? That isn't a pair. Yeah, which there aren't that many of. There's we know he can't as art. We know he doesn't have jack ten of clubs, and we know he doesn't have king ten of clubs. So it's yep. queen ten of clubs, ace ten of clubs, nine ten of clubs. Although nine is a pair on the turn, so would he bet this big with Pro- nine ten of clubs? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Although Brian does weird stuff, so exactly not entirely sure. But okay, so there's a there's a few tens, but there's not much, and we don't think he can have pocket tens based on the turn bet. And Brian doesn't really have any fives, whereas Art has some fives. Really hard to have fives. Ace five of clubs exactly, maybe. Yeah, maybe that. It's hard to come up with much else. Five six of clubs, five seven of clubs. There's very little. Four five of clubs. There's a tiny bit. Maybe four five of clubs. Uh, there's there's a few fives, but very few. All that said, I think Art makes a pretty good read on Brian's line and puts him on the type of hand that he has. Yeah, like trying to get thin value out of a queen with a two pair type hand, or maybe pocket aces or pocket kings. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what it looks like. And honestly, there's a lot of hands that Brian can have here that are stronger than that, that are trying to get value also out of these, out of like one pair of hands like or even sets. two pair of hands. Like sets that, would, might, that might bet the same amount and are going to hate, going to hate being put in a spot. All right. Know? So Art's going to raise. I like it. He's going to raise to 8,000, which is a big raise. And yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Well, it's a big raise only rel- it's big raise relative to this bet, but not necessarily a big raise relative to the size of the pot. Yes, it is. It's a very big raise. It's thirteen hundred into forty two hundred. It's say again thirteen hundred into forty two hundred. Right, makes it eight k. Right, that's a big raise. I mean, it's if we were to call, that would basically be a, we're basically doing less than a pot size raise. We're not we're not even potting it. That's more than pot. No, if you take our thirteen hundred, if this is pot, if this is pot limit, you take our thirteen hundred in there. We're only we're only raising an extra sixty seven hundred on top, and that's more. The pot is less than that. The pot after you take our thirteen hundred in there is going to be fifty five hundred. Did you say it was forty two hundred? Yeah, twenty. And we're putting another twenty six hundred in. Oh, twenty six hundred, right? Yeah. Okay, but it's about pot. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not like a humongous raise. It's like a relatively. 
It's a big-ish raise, that's all. It's a big raise. It's a huge raise. It's enormous. <laughs> so right. he makes it 8,000. I like that he sized it up, by the way, here, too. All right. Even though, what? I mean, if we really had it, let's pretend we had Jack 10 of clubs here. Okay. I guess if we have Jack 10 of clubs, we're sizing it up to try and get called by a 10. Yeah. So that's good. Okay, at least we can have that. Yeah. Besides that one combo, I'm not sure what else we'd really size it up. I guess any time we could decide to size it up and hope Brian heroes us. I don't know. We could. I mean, everything's a hero. That isn't a 10. It is. Everything's a hero. So I guess there's a couple questions. First question is, would Art do this with any 10? That's a hard question to answer. I think it's at least possible because Brian bet's so small on the river that yeah. he might. If he's only doing it with Jack 10, it's only Jack 10 of clubs, and that's a problem. Yeah. Because um, he's not doing it with a set. He's not doing it with two pair. No. That's for sure. He's not doing it with a five. He's not. It's just a 10. All right. I think he's doing it with that. I think because the bet is so small, he's doing it with any 10. And that's my guess. I mean, wouldn't you, set, wouldn't you raise if you had a 10 here? Yes. Even though I'd be like, it's really hard to get value, but I just, like, I just can't allow this. Like, right. Hopefully, he'll find a call with a five or something. I don't know how he has a five, but I don't know. I, I came with a few combos. Maybe he has a set and decides to hero me. I don't know. I call, I'm, not, I'm not just going to call with a hand this strong. All right, so we went over the tens that Art could have. Yeah. And there were a reasonable amount of combos in there. There were some. There's, let's, let's go over the actual combos. Okay. okay? We're going to have him have all the 910 suited, right? He's definitely calling preflop 910 suited. Yes, and he's definitely calling on the flop with 910 suited. And I guess we're deciding, I think it's fair to say he's going to call the turn with the yeah. two. So okay. that's three combos of 910 suited. Okay. Three combos of queen 10 suited. Okay. Uh, one combo of jack 10 of clubs. Yes. So that's seven. Pocket tens. Pocket is tens is going to, he's probably going to call the turn. It's close. It's really close. But I guess if you're calling 910 suited, you're calling pocket tens, right? It's the same thing. It's yeah. better. It's better than 910. So yeah. Okay. He's calling pocket ten. tens. So there's six more combos there. Ace ten of clubs. So I think now we're at, we're at 13 combos. Um, he's definitely going to do it. He called with king, ten, king jack of clubs, right? Yeah. Ace ten of clubs. That's 14 combos. King ten of clubs. Yep. 15 combos. And then maybe 810. We're not sure. Right. Maybe he can have 810 and have made the nuts on the turn and just yeah. check called. Which is unlikely. Very unlikely. Hard to give him that. Let's not give him that. Okay. So it seems like 15 combos of, of reasonable value. Okay. The bluffs. The bluffs are sort of infinite, right? I mean, I guess it's whatever he got here they with. They are not infinite. I mean, I mean, whatever he got here with. Right. Which is hard to do because Brian bet 1,500 on the turn. Right. So... It's him turning a queen into a bluff. It's him turning, yeah. um, po- nope, not pocket eights into a bluff. He wouldn't do that. It sets too good. Um, see, one pair of hands he could turn into a bluff, and that makes sense to me. A queen I get turning into a bluff because you're like, oh god, he may have pocket aces, he may have pocket kings, he may have ace queen. I got a raise. All right. So what queens are those? I mean, like ace queen. It's, really just, it's just ace queen, king queen, right? Yeah. Queen jack suited. Sure. Those, those hands could all do it. That's it. But they're not going to do it every time. No. They're, they're going to fold a lot of the time. I don't know. When, when Brian bets 1,300, it, you know, you may just feel like I can win this pot right now, which yeah. is clearly what happened, right? But also, Art had no showdown value. Right. In fairness to him. Although, when you have Queen Jack, you kind of think you have no showdown value when yeah. he bets 1,300, right? Yeah, you do. Like, why didn't he bet 5,000? Like, I'm definitely not winning right now. Well, if he has all the ace, queens... All the king queens and all the queen jack suited, it's a clear call here for Brian. Right. But I don't think he has all of those. I mean, it like, seems like he you're can't really going to pull the them. trigger on that. Yeah, he can't every really time. have all of them. Um, 
I mean, if he's doing it right, he's going to have, you know, like two-thirds value, one-third bluffs if he's doing it right. But I don't know that he's doing it right. That means he'd only have, he wouldn't have very many combos of the queens. But so because there's, what, 15 combos of value, we said? Yeah. That we could think of. And, right and, he's, and he's basically doing a pot size raise. Yeah. So we're getting two to one. Yeah. Basically. So that means we just have to come up with seven bluffs that we think he'd actually pull the trigger on for this to be fine. So maybe eight, call it eight bluffs um, combos. I don't know if we can legitimately do that with, to give him all of the queens. Like, we don't have to give him all the queens. We just got to give him enough to get to eight combos. But do we really feel like he's going to, like, we're, we're going down this path where we're yeah. really thinking Art's going to turn a queen into a bluff all yeah. the time. Like, I feel like we're going a little too far with that to assume that that's Well, we don't have to say all the time at all. We came up with a million combos. We just had to come up with eight, which he actually does it with, right? Yeah. That's not even all the ace queens. He could never do it with king queen. He could never do it with queen jack suited. He could do it with two thirds of the ace queens, and, he, and, and we can call. That's all it takes. I don't that's know if true. he's always doing it. Now, because we see that he's doing it with king high. I yeah. we guess that he probably is doing with some with with a number of queens, but before that, I I may not have known. You know what I mean? All right. Under the assumption that Art does it with some queens, we need yeah. to call as Brian. Right. Let's assume for a second that Art only does this with hands with no showdown value. Great. Is it possible to find seven bluffs then? I don't think it is. I don't think so. It's like besides King Jack of Clubs, what else do we got with no showdown value? Three, four of clubs? Probably not. He's probably not even gonna call preflop. Right. Uh, ace jack of clubs. Does he call the turn with ace jack of clubs? Maybe not. It's bet more than pot. He's out of position. He's probably raising. He's probably not or, or folding. He's probably is not it calling. just king jack of clubs? It's the only one I can come up with off the top of my head. Maybe uh, something like. Nah, he doesn't have those hands. I was thinking like jack nine, but it's hard to, for him to call the flop for even two hundred with jack nine. Could he have like ace nine of clubs? No, it's a nine of clubs on the yeah, team. Yeah, can't. Um, Ace eight of clubs? How about that one? Does he call the flop? Maybe he does. Six two hundred bucks. Queen for two hundred. Yeah, he probably calls. The he's flop. got two back doors, just like, and he's got yeah. And then he turns gin. Yeah, he decides to call just like he did. And now we're here. We make a pair, but we could decide it doesn't have any showdown. But that's only one combo anyway. Yeah. Cool. We've got two combos now. Two like, combos. It's not yeah. good enough to do anything with. So right. we need him to be doing this with like a quarter of his queens. Yeah, we need him to have some queens in there. I guess we just don't know if he does or not. Yeah. Cause we, and we currently don't know if he does or not because we know he did it with King High. Right. That's we don't really know different. if he does it with a queen. He may decide to call with a queen. Yeah. Or fold. Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe he's just which taking... Which are both super legitimate plays. He's just the taking the... Yeah, of course. He's taking the bottom of his range here and bluffing with it, which makes sense to me. I mean, I really like this play by Art. I think this is a good raise by Art. Yeah. Um, this is supposed to work. This is exactly the kind of hand that really is supposed to fold when we do this, right? Because this and aces are the same hand, right? Basically. From Brian's point of view, like, it's really hard to believe Art has a bad two pair, you know, when yeah. he's doing this. So it's all the same. Yeah. It's just one pip up. Yep. So, yeah, I, I like this play by Art a lot. And, I I mean, he should be doing it with some of his queens, is the truth. Well, I think, yeah. Just and I a think, few. Uh, Art is reading Brian correctly and yeah. knows kind of the type of hand that he's doing this with. I, I feel like Brian's just sent such weird sizing and decisions all the way through this hand that Art is just like, okay, I'm just going to like take advantage of you because you're, you're kind of transparent with some of the stuff you're doing. Well, and I guess Brian is not one to take advantage of because he calls. He calls. Which is correct if Art has like a quarter of his queens that he turns into a bluff. 
That might be ambitious to say it takes a quarter of his queens and turn them into a bluff, but I don't know. I don't know either. And it may not, it's probably, it's hard to know. Is Art doing this as a GTO thing or is Art just saying like, you bet 1300. This is exploit, man. This feels so much like exploit. Right. So then it's probably not a quarter of his queens, right? It's probably yeah. like all his queens or none of his queens. Yeah. You know, and right. Brian is clearly betting all of his queens. He's saying, you must be doing it with all your queens because he, yeah. can't, he can't just call if it's just the two combos that we came up with or even the one combo that we came up right. with, right? He just can't. So he's saying, you know, it's the, uh, what was that guy's name in the big game against Phil Helmuth? He's like, I block, you oh, raise, oh, I have to call. Max, Max a million something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, won, he won the big game and won yeah. the, the where he, he did a blocker bet on the river and Phil raised him and he called with like one pair or two, yeah. whatever. He called with some weak hand, but... But his whole his reasoning, as he explained to Phil, was I blocked, so of course I have to call. Yeah, and which is cool. Yeah, but you have to make sure your opponent actually is raising you for that reason at least a lot of the time. Otherwise, not so good. Not well. So Brian good. might have read well into that. Yeah. Although maybe not. There's so, there's two factors here. I think yeah. I think it comes down to two factors. Factor one is Art doing this with a queen as a bluff. Factor two is Art actually doing this with just a ten, or is he doing it with only Jack ten? To this um, size. Good, good points. Yeah. Um, there's no chance Brian was betting 1300 as an in, to induce, right? No, because he, like no he tanks forever before Does he? he calls. Okay, so good. He's, they, it's a timed game. So it he, just, uses, he uses like two or three time chips. It just see, oh yeah. It's also it just seems like not the hand you'd want to induce with anyway. Like this is no. not this is not the spot you wanted to be in when you bet 1300. No. Yeah. So, huh. I, I um I think I think I don't mind Brian's call on the river when I think about it but I don't love the rest of the way he played the hand. I think if Brian bet more on the river, then he should fold. Yeah. Because Definitely. now he's repping a stronger range and Art is less likely to be exploiting. Yes. But now that Art is likely to be exploiting, we think. Yeah. Now we can call more often with this two-pair hand that we hope is good and often isn't going to be. But Art has to be exploiting with his Showdownable queens, right? But or, or else he can't get here with other things to exploit with, right? You have to be good enough as Brian to sit there and say like, Art can have showdownable queens. Art has to understand. As Brian, I'm saying, Art understands they can't win though. They're not actually showdownable, right? And so Art's going to turn those into a bluff to be Brian and make this call. Yep. But that's reasonable. Art's good enough to think that whole thing through, and I guess Brian knows that, or Brian got very lucky. It's hard to know. It's it's hard to know. We need to see more Brian hands to, yeah. to know what level he's on. Yeah. But this is a cool hand, man. It is cool. And, you know, once we got there, I think it is reasonable to make the call based on whatever you... Uh, like, you can you can make assumptions to make the call and make assumptions to make the fold. Yeah. It's not crazy to make the call as Brian. It's not as crazy as I thought. I thought it was going to be an awful call. And it turns out it's really not. It's really not. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, should Art be betting even more? Our eight thousand's enough, right? Yeah. If he bets more, then he might end up having only Jack ten in his range. Right. Right. Because now it looks like he's hoping to get called by exactly a ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. No, this is a totally reasonable representation. Should Art be of betting less? Oh, that's cool too. So we instead of doing what we did, we make it like he made it twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Make it like five k. Oh God, it's terrifying. It's all terrifying though. Yeah. Actually, it's all bad and. I imagine Brian's going to do the same and find the same call. He's actually going to be like, well, he has even less bluffs now, and all the same stuff is applying in terms of the exploit stuff, right? It depends on if Brian's making the assessment that Art only has Jack-10 when he makes it pot. Mm. And then if it's 5K, maybe Brian says, oh, he has all the 10s, maybe even some 5s. Right, he has all the 10s. He's trying to get called by a few worse hands now, yeah. 
Yeah. See, Brian's the kind of guy you could actually raise the bottom end of the straight against in the spot, apparently. Yeah. Well, apparently. we'd have to see more Brian. It's possible that Brian also bets this size if he has a 10. Yes, we do need to see that. And we also need to see if he's only making this call against a few players or he's making this call against everyone. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot more to know about him to be able to decide how to strategize against him. But yeah. it's possible he can make some really cool, light, lighter check raises for value against him on the river or raises on the river anyway for value, which would be awesome because that's how you get piz you know, And then you get to call the Nitrogen Sports Hotline. Yeah, and you can tell them about how you got piz and they'll be like, congratulations. They'd be like, please hold. And then you'll hold. And then they'll say congratulations. Yeah, after they take you off hold. And then you hang up. Yeah, that's the entire, the entire body of the call. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear what they have to say next anyway. <laughs> all right, we're done. Okay. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.